Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock, the bookseller's publisher. Find out more at deepoverstock.com. You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. Late Night Poems is brought to you by the Jonathan Van Bell Foundation. Hello, you're tuned in to episode 19 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S, because the prophecy came true. I'm Mickey Collins, and my co-host, Bobby Eversman, is digging around in the dirt. What are you looking for, Uh, Bobby? uh, Is that you, Mickey? Are you up there, Mickey? I've fallen into a very deep hole. Oh, no. Uh... Do you, do you need a rope or a ladder or something? Throw me a little water and some saltines. All I have is Lay's potato chips. Uh, I already have too many of those. <laughs> Just use the air from the, the chips to boost your way out of there. Oh, man. Oh, I did it. I just had to step on the bags enough, and they popped me right up back to Earth. Whew. Uh, on every episode of Late Night Poems, we drink, we write, and we play poetry games, and we invite you to ride along with us. That's right. Each week, we start our coffee pot at the bad time, so everyone must hear the water boiling. And every episode, we have a new theme and play three games derived from that theme. Apologies for the coffee pot. So, Mickey, what is tonight's theme? Uh, Well, as you and longtime listeners know, the poem is an ancient art form, almost universal in its breadth. Poems written millennia ago have been found in the dig site of the presumed city of Troy inscribed into the ancient oracle bones of the Shang dynasty, and even in the airtight treasure chests of sunken ships, nestled safe at the bottom of the ocean. That's right. And latest in poemarchological news is the discovery of an ancient lost tomb off the coast of Mesop, once thought to be lost forever. Now, thanks to the liberal funding from the Jonathan Van Bell Foundation, (laughs) your faithful poemists have dug up a number of artifacts from this dig site evidence that the legendary lost tomb might have really once existed. So we've set up a dig site and sanctioned it, sectioned it off. Get your sin hats and spades ready. What's a sin hat? It's supposed to be sun hat. Ah! <laughs> get, I like get sin hat better. Hat, uh, <laughs> oh get your sun hats and spades ready. We're digging for poems. Tonight's theme is a dig into poems past. But we can't get started without our fellow poemists. Who do we have joining us tonight? I think Sin Hat is the future of Las Vegas, where Las Vegas is going. Wear your Sin Hat and your Sin Socks. <laughs> this week, right. we have three other poemists joining us. Your Sin Sunscreen, the first digs for gold and usually finds it. It's Ryan Sprinkle. What are you drinking tonight, Ryan? Good evening. Uh, I'm enjoying a Michelada tonight. Ooh. Oh. What is that? Oh, it's a, it's a beer cocktail. It's like... That's beer cool. with uh, like clamato and like some hot sauce and uh, salt on the rim, usually over ice. I thought it was that. Those are delicious. I always thought it was strange the idea, but they're 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 excellent. It's no, they're exquisite. They're so good. Yeah, it does sound weird when you when you break it all down, but when but all of the parts combined, like Captain Planet, is amazing. Uh, hey, Bobby, do you want to do that? Uh, uh, we have two other poets joining us tonight line oh sorry this week we have two other poems joining us the first digs for gold and usually finds it it's ryan sprinkle 
What are you drinking tonight, Ryan? All right, all right cool. I'm drinking uh, a right. lime. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Groundhog's Day. Now we only have one poet joining us. Oh, they're disappearing. <laughs> hey, all you uh, campers, wear your booties. It's cold. <laughs> Put your little hand in mine. <laughs> all right, so it's like next the one meets Groundhog's Day. Sorry, anyway. Carry on. <laughs> so, we just had Groundhog's Day. More winter. Uh, our next poet is My Diamond in the Rough. It's Hannah oh. Collins. What are you drinking, Hannah? Um, I'm drinking a watermelon-flavored LaCroix, um, mm. which I was expecting to taste like shit, but it's actually not that bad. It's a little like Harry Styles. Mm. I only picked it, really it up because of the, the name. Yeah, I don't even want to try to pronounce it. It's like Pestic K or something like that. Oh, but yes. then it, in parentheses, watermelon. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. So I why went the it's easy way. Watermelon. Yeah. Let's get to the poems. Les poems. For our warm-up game, there is no need for any pains, pa- pen, 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 pens, 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 paper. Tonight's warm-up game is oh, from bottom to top. No, from toes to head, from tap to toe. <laughs> well, to warm up tonight, we'll get into the archaeological, archaeological rather mood. By naming the bones from the toes to the head, but with wrong answers only. Uh, but fortunately, we have Mr. Bowdy's skeletonized body from last episode to work with. So, Bobby, why don't you start us off? Uh, the Bowdy's connected to the toe bone. The toe bone's connected to the eye bone. The eye bone's connected to the henna. <laughs> the eye bone's connected to your knee bone. <laughs> your true. knee bone's, the knee bone's connected to Nikki. Uh, your knee bone is obviously connected to um, that one little tiny bone that's in your ear that I forget the name of. Oh, uh, foot flam. Yes, the foot flam bone. You can say anything because the rule is only wrong names. <laughs> that's true, yes. <laughs> your knee bone is connected to the foot flam bone, right? Flam. Yeah, that bone's connected to the calamity bone. Oh, wow. man. Not my calamity bone. Calamity. <laughs> I broke my calamity bone. It's utter chaos. <laughs> is there a pandemonium bone? There is now. There is now. <laughs> Just invented it. The pandemonium bone. Now that Mr. Body's been deboned, let's get to tonight's deep homes. Huh? Huh? Yeah. But um. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on, Bobby. I think I've got something here. Let me take out my dainty little archaeology brush and see what's underneath. Oh, what is it? Wow. So sort of brushing noise. What is it, Mickey? What is the first poem we've uncovered? Uh, Well, excuse me. I'm a little rusty on my form. I think it roughly translates to... Here we go. Okay. uh, Breadfruit. Sping like a lobster. Spiny like a lobster, I think, actually. I'm a little rusty. I'm so spiny. I'm so red. If you've got some butter, this dress is your bread. Long like a baguette, yet short enough to vogue. Watch out. I'll go rogue. Ah, yes. The rogue vogue lobster. I have heard of this legend. I believe the ancient poemists uh, had a custom where they broke the poem apart like a lobster. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, also that... uh, it's, it's alluded to, you know, like breaking bread, you know, mm. was like a tradition. Uh, but the ancient poets instead 
would break these spiny red lobsters. And you break the poem and share it. So what we're going to do today is write four-line poems. Each poet will write a four-line poem. Uh, the third line you will give to the poemist alphabetically below you. Let's do another aquatic creature, like a lobster. When you've finished your poem, take your third line and give it to the poemist alphabetically above you. Now, when you've received this third line from your fellow poemist, it will replace your own third line. Listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to write along with us. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. So pause now and give yourself five minutes at home. Or more if you need it, we won't know. We're dirty and in pits. If you're writing along tonight, you can email us your poems to poems, P-O-M-E-S, at deepoverstock.com, or send them to any of our social media, at Late Night Poems, and we might read them on a future episode. That said, we'll be right back after this. Okay, poems, ready, drink, poem. All right. Uh, for our reading order tonight, we will read in order of whoever is most fossilized first. I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty fossilized. I feel you know, ninety percent bones, ten percent dirt. Uh, okay. I'm petrified of reading my poem. Does that count? That's pretty fossilized. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I feel like I'm stuck in some amber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sap, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Those tar pits. Tar pits. Uh, I think Amber might be first. Amber goes Amber. first. Sorry to say. Okay. Sorry, I'm making out with the cat. <clears throat> All right. So my word was sand dollar. Invoking Hannah rules, she will be reading <laughs> all four of her original lines and using the third line that was bestowed to her as her fifth line. I'm getting experimental here. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm overflowing with riches. See dollars for days. Y'all wonder how I got these bitches. It's because I've got these lays. They crawl on the sand with care. Without. <laughs> Without. Without care? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Let me read it again. Um, it's because I've got these lays. They crawl on the sand without care. Like tar pits is pretty pretty fossilized there mickey oh is that me okay all right my word or creature i was given was a sea slug sea slugs don't like to share mm-hmm. it's a big wide salty ocean but what knowledge does it command Ooh, the way they make their motion Ooh, the way they make their motion okay right <laughs> i think petrified's better than mine okay dirt. yeah my word was clam and I got, I got my third line from Bobby. Uh, the clam keeps its secrets beneath the sand. Two shells, one foot, and siphon. No one knows our love, of course. It knows how to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite so far. That was good. <laughs> I love siphon and fun. That was a good, good rhyme. Okay, since I'm a 90% bone and 10% dirt, I'll be going next. I got I was a seahorse. Kind of love seahorse. So great blue, sorry, great big blue horse. All the fish in the sea 
Y'all wonder how I got these bitches? You're as pretty as can be. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell that came from Hannah's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Mm, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Great work, everybody. Now that we've heard everyone's poems, we're going to award points. Tonight's points will be in relics, bones, dinosaur bones, oracle bones, pottery. That is any thrilling discovery you might pull up from underground. Uh, so, Hannah, since you read first, why don't you give away some points? Okay. I'm going to give Ryan one of those, like, half-broken shells that you find on the beach. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, half of half a shell, you know? This is perfect for my midden pile. Thank you. Yeah. And it's kind of sharp, so you could, like, potentially stab somebody if you need to. <laughs> so it's, it's, it is also a weapon. <laughs> Was that a half shell? You said? <laughs> is there a turtle on the half shell? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> turtle power. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. I've got points. Uh, Bobby, I want to give you some points. Well, thank you for your, your seahorse poem. Uh, mm. I'll give you some, like, obsidian that I found underground. Oh, uh, I love that. It's not, it's not like an arrowhead or anything. It's just kind of just like an amorphous blob of obsidian. Oh, I can feel it. Feels nice in my hands. It works as a paperweight, mm-hmm. or <laughs> just just a friend. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but I have to admit, uh, the uh, all of the oomph of my poem came from Hannah. So I have to give points <laughs> to Hannah, who also had an excellent poem. So Hannah, I'm going to give you um, a piece of very shiny material uh, found somewhere in the middle of the desert. Might be a weather balloon. Might not. Uh, I hope it is. <laughs> you, you do whatever you want with it. It glows in the dark at night. So Ooh. enjoy that shiny material. I will. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give uh, to my friend Mickey here uh, this uh, uh, Acheulean hand axe. Uh, hmm. It's a purpose tool. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed your depiction of the sea slug. It was it was an enthralling. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, who else has to give points? That's uh, it. I think that's it. We, that's we just, just all gave each other points. <laughs> we did. Four way tie. That's great. Four way tie. Well done, everybody. Here, <laughs> <laughs> here. Here, here. Everyone, over here. I thought it was nothing but a regular old clay pot but just look at the inside oh my that's such a fine that's not a clay pot at all but uh the rosetta poem as you can see it's the same poem twice only written in pumea pumea form and poetry b but mickey what does it say aphrodite my body is my body i'm five foot ten white male built like even Stevens, built <laughs> smiling to the detriment what? of everyone else, wearing all your favorite clothes to impress you. Still, I came apart, poor by poor, reaching for dear life over the pulling apart every pore, just expanding, uh, shifting out, sifting out. I remember writing that one. I was very I was drunk. Say, kind of, <laughs> oh my god! The even Stevens line. I was like, "Is that Bobby?" 
So this is an ancient custom where you would look at some sort of strange climatological event, be it rain, be it snow, be it a tree falling in the woods with no one to hear it, and then creating some sort of intelligence causing all of this. You write a five-line poem describing this God. Before we begin writing, each poemist will give another poemist a particular kind of weather to write their God. Stay tuned for our halftime show. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio, but take as much time as you need at home. With that, get on your mark, get set, poem! For tonight's halftime show, we will teach you how to set up your own poem archaeological dig site and maybe find some ancient poems of your own. That's right. All you need is a shovel, some long rope, duct tape over your license plate, and about a half a dozen tarps. Oh, oh, Bobby, Bobby, that's the wrong episode. Oh, yes, yes. Excuse me. Uh, to find your own ancient poems, it's very simple. Simply find something sweet, perhaps your favorite candy, any old Skittle, Eminem, or Twizzler and bring it with you to your couch. Sit down and pretend you do not exist. Put the candy in your mouth. The candy will not melt if everything else melts instead. Think about this. Think. Melts everything else instead. Melts everything else instead. Now, has the candy melted? Open your eyes. Look out the window. Look out the other window. Look out a third window. Now go to your table. Write a haiku. Five, seven, five, each line per each window. Now let's get back to round two. And we're back. <laughs> Not sure what that was. Move forward. Move ahead. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> Twizzler. Twizzler. Uh, okay, so for our round two reading order, we're going to read by whoever has the greatest fear of snakes first. Oh, it's not, it's not me. I love, love it's not snakes. Me. I used to work for a company where I would bring snakes to like after school, like learning for kids, like bring them to hold a snake. Oh. So I was the one scaring people with snakes. <laughs> Take a snake. Cool. Oh, um, I've pet a uh, one of those guys, the big yellow like anaconda snakes. Oh, like a I've albino pet. python. Sure, I've pet one of those guys, and it was pretty cool. I used to pull I one of those around like, in a big old suitcase and then wear it like, like Cardi B. <laughs> hey, kids. Pet, come pet my snake, little kid. <laughs> no, not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> not that. <laughs> well, it sounds like nobody's afraid of snakes. But who is uh, the, like, the most afraid? Most. That's probably that's probably me. Since I, I, I'm kind of not afraid of snakes, but I haven't held a snake. So cool. you're like oh, neutral on snakes. I think they're pretty cool. I think they're cool. I just haven't had yeah. as much snake experience. Okay, so I was very happy to get a high humidity heat wave. I believe that was from Ryan, right? Was yes. Thank you, Ryan. I love my high humidity heat wave. So here's here's my uh, poem. High humidity heat wave. Will it make you wet? Will it make you sweat? I bet you took three showers today just to think about me. Did you have to? Change your underwear? Did you? Did you? Do you ever have that thing where your feet get so sweaty that they itch? Like you have an infection? Yeah, that's me. That's me, baby. I've got foot powder. Keep you dry. 
watch me shake it. Watch me shake the foot powder. Watch me shake the foot powder. No, no, that's for me. I'm the high humidity heat wave. That was it. <laughs> Jesus that Christ. Was it. I think Ryan was about to explode. <laughs> Jesus. I loved it. That was great. Yeah, wow. All right, Mickey, it's between you and I. Who's the the most afraid of snakes between you and I? Because Ryan is obviously uh, the least afraid of snakes. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I've ever uh, actually like pet a snake. I jumped over I was hiking one time with my mom in like California. And yeah, there was like a rattlesnake in the path. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll just jump over it. And so I, I did. Well, you sound oh like God. that's like Fearless. That's <laughs> no, it's pretty yeah, dumb. Actually, you're least afraid of snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pretty dumb. You almost didn't exist. We almost weren't uh, married because <laughs> you almost <laughs> died, <laughs> baby. Yeah, Anna, you're next. Yeah. All right, all right, I'll go. <laughs> God, <laughs> forcing me. Um, so my weather of choice was acid rain. Everyone fears me, even though I am rare. They should be afraid, for I harm them. Run inside while I bring the rain. Breathe it in and don't breathe out. For the acid you breathe in might be your last. Ooh. Felt like it was full of song titles. Ooh. (laughs) Very foreboding, that acid rain. (laughs) I know. Unfortunately, acid rain isn't as cool as you'd think it is. It's just kind of like gives you asthma if you like inhale it when you're out there google i know i I just wanted to see if like it landed on your skin what it would do but it didn't really like i really enjoyed that you described that as not as cool as i would think it was like acid rain coming down getting on your skin and just like fucking boiling the shit out of it Melting your car. Yeah. What's this weekend? Let it, let it be known that if my car was melted by the rain, I would not think it was very cool. <laughs> and it would not no. In the moment, it might be like, that's it. Wait, wait I, I looked up. Maybe uh, burn. Okay, so who's, who's, the, who's less afraid of snakes here? It's kind of it's a toss-up. We have a snake lover and a few <laughs> jumper. I've never, I've never had such a close encounter with a poisonous snake. I'm, I'm willing to give it to Mickey. <laughs> okay. So I'm reading next. Uh, I was given uh, light drizzle. I'm the god of the light drizzle. Uh, here we go. I am the dampness. I am moist. I give you butterfly kisses. Oh. I take the form of a wet dog. Shake it off. <laughs> it's like the complete opposite of my poem. Yeah. And mine's like, you're gonna die, bitch. Kisses. And yours is like mother is wonderful. I thought you were doing a wonder I twin set there. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Poor mom. A wet dog. <laughs> that shape that breathes acid. <laughs> Oh yeah, well one of them will turn into the dog and then the other one will turn into the water soaked into its fur. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they get into the grocery store. Form of Siberian tiger. Shape of a little spin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go. 
Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. People are razzing. Wait, uh, babe, wait. Uh, I got the weather form of tornado. Ooh. Whoosh, whoosh. Suck, suck. Everything oh. on the ground doesn't belong there. It belongs with me in the sky. Never mind. You can have it back. <laughs> really non-committal tornado there. <laughs> I took your roof. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Take your roof back. Take you can have it back. <laughs> but like, you know, 300 feet that JK. way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. Back, it's like, walk away. Um, what if I took your roof, JK? <laughs> JK. Unless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Oh, give me that roof. Give me that roof. Never mind. I hate this roof now. <laughs> <laughs> this roof is stupid. I don't want Actually, this roof. It's Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm not saying like, this. I'm like, Never mind, you can have it. <laughs> Man, this is flimsy. Uh, I'm not taking this with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to give, let's see, points. I'm going to say, you know, Hannah, you're you're on fire today. And it feels oh, a little stop. bit like acid rain. It feels a little bit huh. like acid rain. I'm going to give you a... Um, recently discovered underground city which has actually been doing just fine uh, oh. everyone just forgot about it so you can choose to move in or choose to yeah. you know set up a starbucks go yeah, yeah yeah that's probably what i'll plan More on doing starbucks yeah just you can amaze them cool. with a portable light and become their god <laughs> oh. <laughs> of things from the outside the upside world yeah. <laughs> Lo, I have produced Damn. fire in my hand. <gasps> <laughs> this is an almond joy. Wow. <laughs> and then they all spit this... it out because it's disgusting. Hey, hey, almond joy is a solid candy. If it were Lay's oh, potato I hate... chip. I'll take a Lay's potato chip over an almond joy any day of the week. I like uh, almond joy. It's really boring. They're like they taste a little bit like, you know, licking your own skin. And they also, oh, they just, okay. All right. This is, this is. Why don't we do another feet episode is my question. Another feet episode? What do you say? Yeah. yeah. We've never done a foot episode. You just made them. Wrong podcast. Wait. Oh, my God. Ask. Bobby, you really did say feet. I thought Toe I misheard cast. you. That was, oh. the special, that was the special episode of uh, Poems that was guest directed by Quentin Tarantino, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> a lot of gratuitous violence in that episode, and also feet. Yeah, I think I, I remember getting choked in that episode. <laughs> I've been choked in a few episodes. Got good pay for them. Anyway, who's going to give points next? Um, I guess I'll go next because if we're doing uh, reading order, I guess I'm going to give Mickey some points because his was pretty funny. Didn't you give Mickey points last time? We're doing another full circle here. No, I gave Mickey you know points what? last. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but that that might happen again. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, only time will tell. I'm gonna give Mickey some petrified toe beans, aka like cat paws. Um, it's in like perfect, perfect condition. It's just you know in amber. I love I love that like thinking like a cat paw. Is just like in a brick of amber. <laughs> does it does it give you wishes like a monkey's paw? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Kitty, kitty, kitty. I wish but for the, like 
It's the monkey paw, like it curls over when you make a wish to cat the token. Yeah, if it's, you can't do that if it's a. Claws, retractable claws. And the twist is that all your wishes are extra cute. (laughs) (laughs) I wish for the end of the world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really adorable end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, but because it's like stuck in amber, you got to break it open first. Like a wonder ball. Yeah. Man, this was such a tough one. I really loved, I, I loved uh, Mickey's like tornado. Just like, it's so ambivalent. Here's, it was perfect. <laughs> it was the perfect like characterization of a tornado. But I also loved like the, 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 Bobby's like trickster god of the heat wave. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, were, that was they were both a lot of fun. So um I I am going to um smash this uh beautiful Ming vase and bury all of the sherds underground for a couple hundred years. And when you guys come back later to dig them up, uh whoever digs up the most sherds wins. Is this like jank made of sherds? Am I gonna be <laughs> sure. digging? Little shirts. Little shirts. It just sounds like you're saying shart. <laughs> Sh- I sharted my shirts. What do I sharted? Bobby, I'm going to give you uh, some points again for your uh, <laughs> fungus, whatever oh, thing no. you got going on there. That's for real. I got that. Can I get you into another country? Um, so I've- uh, well, I've got just a cure for you. Uh, recently uncovered. Um, I'm gonna give you the uh the shoes of Turin. It goes well with the, the shroud of Turin. Um oh. but it's just like it's just like the uh the sole of the shoe of Turin. So it's a, a shroud oh. of the shoes of Turin. I can finally repair one of those bowling shoes in my hot tub. Thank you, Mickey. Oh, no, no, don't mention it. Hmm. There seems to have been a great fire at some point. See this clay tablet? It's been burnt. <gasps> so all the poetry is lost? Oh no, quite the contrary. Like an amateur pottery class, the fire fired the poem. The clay hardened and the poetic inscription was left permanently. Well, what's it say, Mickey? Well, I'm not so sure. It's written in a fairly advanced poetry bee. Can you hand me the Rosetta poem? Oh, here you go. Oh, yes, thank you. Huh. Okay, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh. Ah, yes, okay, I believe, okay, I think I've got it. It's clear as day. Here's what it says. Bobby's mustache. It (laughs) creates light and it's hot. Copernicus restored this to its rightful place. We waited so long to see you. There were some of us here waiting. Shake it, flick it, bop it. Don't pull it, push it, bop it. Actually, I want to read this other one too, just because it's so explicit. Uh, that was on the opposite side of this one. It's called Opposites. Okay. I think these were both, um, I guess, exquisite corpses because they're all folded over. Oh. Yeah, so this one's Opposites. So I think we just went Opposites with these ones. But right. Eat my asshole mango. Eat my asshole fruit. <laughs> Shit your mouth, fruit bat. Shit your mouth, egg. Piss my ass, vegetable bird. Piss my ass, not her bird. Mother bird's ass piss. Vegetables bird's ass piss. Father squirrel's titty poop. Beef, squirrel's titty poop, mommy chipmunk butt pee, broccoli chipmunk's butt pee, daddy pigeon mouth poop, candy pigeon mouth poop. (laughs) So anyway. uh, (laughs) Give the AI that one. That should be all. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) 
like a bout of Tourette's. Jeez. I think you Rudy broke Ryan. <laughs> I, was like, I saw that one. I was like, Jesus Christ. That's so good. Though. The GPS is going to be like, Titty, my ass bird. <laughs> oh my God. That was amazing. Titty, my ass bird, Karen. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. You, you, know, you got to sound like Jarvis, like from Iron Man. I'll never be as good as Jarvis. Okay, Pomist, we'll be writing an exquisite corpse, but each time you receive a line, you will then have to write its opposite. Make sure you conceal the last line before giving it to the next Pomist. We'll do two rounds of this. Uh, oh, if you're writing along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. Uh, okay, ready? Drink, poem. And we're back. Here's our exquisite corpse. The aging man tickled the lemon tree. The young woman kicked the cotton candy machine. An old man poked the lollipop mold. A young woman withdraws her finger from the sour pouch flower. No near-death lass enters her toe into the caramel mess puddle. Yes, alive. Lad leaves his finger out of the solid apple tree. No, dead. Lady has her toe on the gaseous orange bush. Aye, alive. Um, the man takes his finger to the solid or liquid teal water. I like that. I like the argument. No, dead. <laughs> yes, no, yes, alive. No, alive. Yes, alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead. <laughs> That's true. Okay. You know, Hannah, you did it again. I think I liked you taking it from lemon tree. I know there is some controversy, but going <laughs> from lemon tree to cotton candy machine, I think took us in the right direction. So... Thank you, you, Bobby. See, I'm just, I'm just calling it like it is. I'm going to give you uh, what what will you get? Um, you'll get uh, a whole army of Ooh. basically clay warriors that are buried underground, but they're miniature. Oh, shit. They, they could defend you, but they could only defend you against uh, an army of Smurfs. Hold the phone. So I have a whole underground town or city, mm. and mm. now I have a whole army. Well, the army's underneath the towns. They got to lure them up with some candy. <laughs> under, under, so they're so they're under, under underground. Under. <laughs> yeah, they're under underground. Okay, so you know well, I'm cool. gonna give I'm gonna give Ryan some points um, because I feel like he put our exquisite corpse into high gear. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna give Ryan one of those beetles from the mummy who like. The guy got like buried with, um, and like just like ate all of his fucking skin. No, no, or, wait, are, are those the same beetles that like could crawl under your skin too? Or this doesn't feel like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, feels like a play weapon. Use it on your enemies. <laughs> yeah. it's a, they're little weapons. Keep them in a yeah, little box. I'm going to give you all those, all those like yeah. insane beetles from the mummy. <laughs> Thanks. This is a uh, gift and a burden. Well, speaking of mummies, um, I actually wanted to give uh, to Bobby this mummy brains milkshake. Uh, it's Ooh. been plucked fresh from the nose over several <laughs> oh, thousand nice. years. Uh, but I, I, I liked I liked the way that you started the argument in the in the poem. I thought that was a really interesting, uh, and I like that. <laughs> yes, it was a fun. Oh, yes. 
I love my milkshake. It'll make mm. you smarter. I feel smarter already. Uh, all right. I'm going to give points, I think, to Ryan. Uh, yeah, just for being able to conclude it so well. That you just mm. took whatever we had and uh, gave it a nice conclusion. And so just <laughs> like that, I'm going to give to you some phosphorescent crystals. Ooh. Yeah. To go Hold them the in your hands. Because they're Put them in your hands and phosphorescent too. You know, I, I like that line a lot. The solid or liquid teal water. It's like the non-Newtonian <laughs> bed again. <laughs> you want to see some solid or liquid teal water? The motion of the ocean. <laughs> That's three rounds over, three rounds awarded. Mickey, who's taking home this large unmarked box with some form of writing on it, which I believe says Ark of the Cove, and the rest is unclear. Uh, well, you know, everybody was very generous tonight. We, we have a three-way tie for second place. <laughs> uh, Hannah had uh, some shiny material from the desert, an underground city, Roswell. and some Roswell. under... What? I was saying Roswell, sorry. Oh, and an under underground clay mini warriors. So that's like three things, even though it's like kind of big things. Um... And I had was a uh, Shulian hand axe, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, petrified toe beans and amber, <laughs> as well as those pot shirts. And Ryan had a half shell, scarabs, and phosphorescent crystals. Uh, but Bobby is the only one who actually had four different types of things. You had a blob of obsidian, pot shirts, mm. the soul of the shoe of Torrid, and the mummy brain milkshake. So mm. all in all, it was a really close game this time. Congratulations, but, Bobby! You have won. <laughs> The arc. Uh, but don't worry, nobody goes away empty-handed on late night poems. Tonight, each of our brother poems will be going away with a miniature archaeological digging site for your home office. Like the mini Zen garden, this little dig site comes with diggable dirt, a teeny tiny shovel, and plenty of artifacts for you and your deskmates to enjoy. That's it for tonight's show. Special thanks to poemists Hannah Collins and Ryan Sprinkle. Mickey, do we have any parting words for our cast tonight? Of course. To say farewell, we must all say where we expect we might find ancient poems buried next time. Oh, I expect I expect we're going to have to put on our scuba gear, Mickey, and go to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Admiral sunk his submarine full of poems. Ah. Right, how about you, you Ryan? Know. Oh. Uh, Bobby, I hope it's not the Ark of the COVID that you won. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, what a uh, I think we're going to find poems buried up on the moon. We're going to go digging on the moon. Whoa. So that we, we can dig up all that sweet, those sweet, cheesy poems. Nice. Sweet, cheesy poems. Uh, hey, well, going off of Bobby's, um, I think they're going to start appearing um, from the ocean, just a bunch of uh, letters in bottles, you know, just like poems in bottles just hundreds of them just appearing out of the ocean <laughs> coming <laughs> washing upon the shore uh, another poem i wanted an ironwood kitchenette <laughs> <laughs> take your bottle back ocean uh well i think that uh we're just gonna find him in hannah's underground city cave we're just gonna have to <gasps> defeat all her mini clay warriors first i will find I'm out next time oh uh, yeah there you have it folks can you dig it Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music, used under Creative Commons license and the public domain, respectively. Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock. 
Find out more information at deepoverstock.com.